everybody, welcome to the Midweek Message and Happy Thanksgiving. I wanted to do a talk tonight on just giving gratitude uh, to the Lord and helping us have the right mindset as we approach this season really geared around thankfulness. And so I'm going to grab my Bible and turn to Luke chapter 17. In Luke chapter 17, Luke is uh, one of the four gospels here, and and we're going to look at um, a situation uh, where Jesus is ministering to people. And it says this in Luke chapter 17, uh, verses 11 through 19. It says, On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And as he said to him, Rise and go your way, your faith has made you well. I wanted to look at that passage and, and then we're going to turn to Philippians chapter 4 in a minute. But in this passage, we see these, these 10 men with leprosy this horrible skin disease. They're considered unclean by everybody. In fact, when people walk by, they have to say unclean. Uh, They're not allowed to be in the town. They have to stay on the outskirts of town. And as Jesus is walking by, they yell out, they cry out to Jesus and ask for him to heal them. Huge request, right? Huge request. I have this condition. I can't fix it. I'm an outcast. It's changed my whole life. Will you fix this? Will you fix me? Will you make this right? And as they ask this, Jesus listens and then he responds with this. He says, go and show yourselves to the priests. Go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, what is he saying? Well, Priests were the ones who would validate that a miracle had happened. And so Jesus is saying, go show yourself to the priest. Now, they, they still have leprosy. They're not, they're not healed yet. And yet we see them believe Jesus and they go. And as they're on their way to go show themselves to the priest, they are healed from the leprosy. So they're on their way. Then they're healed. And what do we see there? In that moment, their whole lives are changed. Everything about them, uh, their physical uh, condition, uh, socially, uh, they, they can be restored back uh, as, a, as, as just a, a normal person again that's able to participate in, in things that everybody else could part- participate in. They weren't outcasts anymore. And so their lives changed 100% in that moment. And Jesus comes through with this dramatic miracle. And we see out of these 10 individuals, these 10 lives that are forever changed in that moment, out of those 10, one comes back. One comes back. And he goes back to Jesus and he literally falls down before him, giving thanks. 
And as he does that, Jesus looks at him and asks, Weren't, where's the other nine? Only one, only one comes back to give thanks. And then we see Jesus bless him again for coming back. Many commentators look at the blessing that Jesus gives in that verse there as salvation. You came back to thank me for saving you physically, but now your sins have been forgiven and you've been saved from the penalty of your sins. And I look at this and and I think, man, how, how in the world can only one come back and thank Jesus? And then I also look at this and I go, man, the power of what happens when you do come back and acknowledge and give thankfulness to Jesus. And here's, here's what I want to encourage and challenge us with is in spite of all that's happened in this last year, in spite of all the huge requests that you've made, that I've made to God, the desperation in some of these requests, the tears in these requests, I want to encourage you, in spite of all that, to be the one that returns to Jesus and gives thanks. Think through some of the ways that he's answered your requests. Think through the reality that he saved you, that you have salvation. And no matter what go, what's going on, you have that. You can hold to that. You can cling to him. And you guys, even in the midst of all these huge requests that, that, we've, <laughs> that we've thrown out to him in this season, he's been so faithful in so many other ways. And if we allow the requests to overshadow the thankfulness, we miss out on that moment where we get to be before him and to look into his eyes and receive the joy that he brings. Because when I'm not thankful, I'm not experiencing that joy. In fact, uh, we see uh, in Philippians chapter four, verse six, uh, it says this. It says, do not be anxious about anything. What is anxiety? What is being anxious? Well, anxious, uh, you know, it's a nice way of saying fear. Essentially, it's a fear of the unknown. And so don't be fearful of the unknown about, about anything, but in everything, it says by prayer and supplication. And then it says this, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay, so do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So in, in every season, even in these heavy seasons full of requests, every single request that I bring to the Father through prayer should be pre-stamped with thankfulness. Thankfulness should be louder than the request. However desperate the request is, it should be attached with thankfulness. 
And sometimes thankfulness is is natural. It's easy for us to 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 be reminded of, to see it, to experience it. And other times, you just find you got to dig to find it. You got to dig deeper and deeper. But but here's the reality: we can't stop digging for that. We can't allow ourselves to separate the request from the thankfulness. Otherwise, you're consumed with what you desire, with what you want versus who Jesus is, all he's done and being reminded of that. And when I am consumed with the request and not the thankfulness, um, you know what? I, I, I cease to be satisfied. I cease to experience um this 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 overwhelming peace that he wants to bring and I, and it also exposes that I'm not living life in light of eternity I'm living life in light of what have you done for me lately or I'm living off of my circumstances I'm I'm allowing the circumstances to define my relationship with Jesus you guys don't allow your requests ever to outpace what your thankfulness is in your prayer time When you pray over that meal this week, that Thanksgiving meal, let that prayer be filled with praise. Because what do we see? Well, Philippians 4, 7, right after 4, 6, after after it tells us, you know, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. It says in verse 7, it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. People that live in this gratitude are people who are at peace. These are people whose lives, whose hearts are at peace in spite of all these things, and their hearts, it says, are guarded. Guys, my prayer is that peace would fill your hearts during this season. We've got Thanksgiving this week, at Christmas coming up here. And I just pray that the peace of God would fill your heart. The peace of God is not going to fill your heart if you are not going back and being the one who's thankful. Because peace is is going to be a byproduct of my thankfulness to God, of my gratitude to God, of my praise to God. And so start with the gratitude and allow him to bring the peace. And as a result of the peace, he also throws in that he's going to guard your heart. We need our hearts to be guarded right now because our hearts are under assault. And as we think about what the enemy even this week wants to do is he wants to rob from your ability to go back and be the one to just say thank you. And he wants to fill you up with all these promises that you feel like are unfulfilled, all these desires that you feel like aren't happening or or these relationships that aren't what you desire them to be right now. And you guys... We have so much to be thankful for, so much. And so once again, be the one that goes back. Be the one that that acknowledges all that he's done in your life. Thank him, praise him, and allow the peace of God to fill your heart and your house 
this Thanksgiving week. Have an incredible Thanksgiving. God bless you.